Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Dave Hasty. Josh, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave Hasty. I'm Josh Betteridge. And I'm George Ashwell. And we are Before the Lights. Before the Lights. We run a gym in central London where we train actors for film roles. Everything from superhero workouts. Is trying to work out with Hugh Jackman just ridiculously intimidating? Yeah. I was like, oh, I lifted that. 160 deadlift or something the other day and he was like oh mate that's really good well done why are you talking pounds or kilograms <laughs> <laughs> to keeping people ticking over mentally and physically between jobs when I'm working as an actor you're like oh my gosh I never knew that life could be this amazing when you're not working that can then feel like I remember all of those older actors who were very sad whenever they weren't working and I'm yeah, like yeah. now I now I get it <laughs> our day to day is in the gym but this is absolutely not a podcast about how to work out or get ripped. You might get the odd tip every now and again because that is how we earn our living. But the main reason we're here is just to chat to our clients about their careers and their relationship with fitness. This is where I start to sound kind of like one of those one of those actors who's going to talk about his process. <laughs> um, like, you got to look after your instrument, man. Expect everything that goes on behind the scenes when they're on sets, on stage, or embarrassing themselves during a workout. It's me running, and you just see, like, my hand. <laughs> I keep on going. So you just see me kind of, you like, limping out of shot. I was first up for the relay team, and I didn't have any spikes. We set off face-planted uh. on the ta- tarmac, and I just heard Scott Dawson, who I fancied so much, go, Liv, your ass is munching on your shorts! <laughs> like that. You're listening to the Before the Lights podcast. This week's guest is Sophie Cookston. You might know her from Kingsman and the trial of Christine Keeler, uh, among a bunch of other stuff. A really insightful chat about being a new mother in the, the film industry and the pressures that that puts on. And I think one of the scariest stories we've heard in terms of things that can go wrong on a film set, I won't say too much, but it involves a horse and you wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> you wouldn't. We also spoke about her training super hard for an Amazon Mark Wahlberg film called Infinite. And a bit of an insight into what you see on screen doesn't always happen when you think, because 
a film that she worked on so long ago that she forgot about it before it's even come out. <laughs> when was the last time you did a podcast? Never done one. You've never done a podcast? Never done, no one knows us. World exclusive. I'm sure they have. <laughs> you just refuse. World um, exclusive. It is world, world exclusive. exclusive. World exclusive. Sophie Cookson. Why am I doing David Attenborough? Was that what that was? Yes. I'm really enjoying this already. Just this, this is, is, this, this is literally what the this podcast is. It doesn't get any more serious than this. It's a Tuesday afternoon and I've got a peppermint tea and a beer. Yeah, it's perfect. perfect. A peppermint beer if you wanted to. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 This is a new podcast tradition. Yeah, this is first time. This is first time we've all had a beer. The first one we did here, we did a jelly bean throw into everyone's mouth. I was telling Sophie about that, but I got a bit nervous. I can't really... Right, let's get really fucking serious now. What did we call you earlier at the gym? Um, Sophie Thorpson. Sophie Thorpson. <laughs> Thorpson, why? Yeah, we're we talking about like combining names. Like me and Emily would be ah. either a Senti or a Hastor. A Hastor sounds really good. Cool. Hastor sounds like mythical. a mythical creature. Yeah, I think it yeah. sounds like a bull with a man's head. Anyway, without further ado, oh, let's introduce this week's guest to the BTL podcast, <laughs> lovely Sophie Cookson. Hello. That is very well done. Dave, that was that the was best one nice yet. Entry. Welcome. Thanks. What the hell did you very, do? Sorry, I'm very well well done. Bad. Do you like to start that again so Shane no, can then well. say thanks? You did well. <laughs> you can just say thanks now. We can cut all that shit out. Thank you very <laughs> much, Dave. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Where did we meet, Soph? When when was the first time on a I think we met in 2018. Yeah. Got hooked up together to do some training for a film called Infinite. Which is on Amazon Prime. <laughs> which is apparently on Amazon Prime. Did you I've not, not know? watched it yet. You didn't know? Oh, no. I've been told. I've been <laughs> told. <laughs> yeah. So you had to train quite hard for that film, though? Yeah, I did. She is a character that's um, had a gazillion past lives, so she's supposed to be excellent at kind of various martial arts everything. and yeah, everything, essentially. And I think we had maybe five weeks to train, so not long at all. You, you're a fan of intense training, though. I didn't know that, though, before we no, started yeah, training. No, this is true, this is true. <laughs> did, yeah, you, no, did you train before that? Had you, like, gone to the gym and stuff previously, or is it all a bit of, like, a new world? Yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed being... Well, I say always. I, d I have enjoyed being fit in the past, but I've never really taken it that seriously. Or I've kind of had phases where I've been totally in love with it and then totally hated it and, like fuck this I just want to be free and loose and not mm. care but for me it was yeah it was just a real revelation just how much I loved it I loved the challenge I loved the kind of I found it to be like a real mental workout as well I mean slightly different when you've got such a strong goal or like there was things yeah. that we had to achieve for yeah. the film very fast and it was quite a lot of I put quite a lot of pressure on myself and I probably pushed myself a bit too hard and was at risk of slightly burning out but you don't know those things until you actually start training you don't know how far you can go and it's mm. all about like working out that balance which i think is quite hard yeah but we did we sort of pushed the boundary and then worked yeah. out the balance but i think mm. that's you, you you are a competitive person when it comes to it mm. so <laughs> <laughs> you i think you do push that boundary but it's in mm. a way that's like okay i've never known i could do this before so this is cool i find it so exciting yeah, yeah. maybe that's a really boring thing to find that exciting but i really just love not knowing what your limits are. And I think, you know, when you're trying to, you know, be a, a, essentially a superhero in a film, it's a good time to kind of <laughs> push those yes, limits. Yes. Yeah. Had, you, had you done that kind of film before? Had you done the super physical, like, shooting well, everybody, all that kind I of stuff? I thought that's what Kingsman 
would be for mm, me. Uh-huh. And I went into the training session a few weeks before shooting and I was like, right, this is going to be like really rigorous, really intense, going to do gun training, loads of like acrobatics and all this kind of stuff. I literally did a forward roll and then they were like, okay, cool. So that's the end of your first training was session. <laughs> I was like, wow, either they think like I'm totally awful and they just don't trust me. Or we're we're not gonna really do much. much. What yeah. kind of forwards roll did you do? Are we talking like one arm on the ground, one. or did you do, did you do arms up at the end, oh, full totally, gymnastics style, totally professional, yeah. with little little up on the tiptoes at the end? Of course, it's me. <laughs> did, you, did you start down in the tucked position and then just slowly roll? Well, into now it? I'm like reliving the forwards roll. I think it was <laughs> yeah. probably absolutely shocking. I was absolutely shitting myself on the first. I day. feel like, like if so I had scary. to do one now. Having not done, like, I don't uh, know yeah, when the no, last time I did you'd a forward hurt, roll. You'd hurt yourself. You did a classic one where I could do you it. hit your head so hard and you like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Teaching Starting. my daughter how to do forward rolls at the moment. That's the last sweet. time I did a forward roll, was when we were in the gym and you was like, Oh, we're going to do a forward <laughs> roll. <laughs> and then I did the classic, Oh, I'll do well and see if see if she'll do one. And then I was like, Oh, I've hit my head really hard. Martha did it a lot better. Yeah, she just rolled by an 18 month year old girl. Anyway, back to the... Uh, yeah, I mean, that was good, uh, a lovely <laughs> side track. Where were we? On <laughs> Infinite. Ooh, You're the kind of person that is quite diligent with that stuff, though. Mm. Like, uh, uh, just someone that you want to work with. Like, if you say, can you do this and do this however many times a day or whatever, you'll come back and well, usually she, have done it. Because yeah. if she can't do it first time, she's like, fuck, I'm going to have to do this now. Really Which you myself. share yeah. with <laughs> your co-star in Christine Keeler, James mm-hmm. Norton, who is yeah. also ultra-competitive with his training. Yeah, I, I, it's quite nice though being competitive just with yourself. I know that yeah. sounds really corny, but I think particularly in my childhood, I like to be kind of competitive with other people and it's actually just much more fun. Absolutely. Yeah, pushing yourself. And yeah, if someone says do 10, then I want to prove to them that I can probably do 12. <laughs> but you will and you'll do it well. You are definitely one of those people that's like jumping around in in our rest periods going, yeah. what's next? And I'm like, I this love is it. time to rest. Well, no, I think also <laughs> it's like becoming a mother recently. I just, you know, you you don't have much free time. So then when you're in, I, and I get a lot of energy from it. And, you know, particularly if you're having long days kind of just chatting to a, a you know, very um, non-verbal 18-month-old, <laughs> uh, you know, I get excited, mm. you know. But, that, I know. but I mean, that's, that's the thing that I think people don't understand or only like it's a real hard truth to learn is that you get energy from training. Definitely. Like, like especially as someone like a mother who like you, you do a lot, but it's quite... It's not static, but it's like small movements, mm. lots of like long holds of like postural stuff. Definitely. And it's like if you can jump around for 15 minutes, mm. you're actually going to feel, you know, it's not going to tire you out more. It no, will no. in a sense of like energy burning. You're going to feel tired and need to eat more food, but you will get more in it. Your brain will be clearer. You'll get more energy out of it and you'll be able to do more of the stuff that you find totally. difficult at the I time. I feel so groggy and grumpy when I haven't done something mm. for days. And I definitely think that I'm just a better person in general definitely a better mum yeah it gives you a moment of not doing whatever it is like I've recently become a parent and it is that kind of thing like you're doing something so frequently and with so much sort of attention to what Mm. you're doing that it's just good to do something that's completely not that and it's so clearly for you as well yeah yeah like you like you just suddenly sacrifice so much of your life and your time and your energy to this tiny little thing that you love but then you know when you come in the training room it's just you and it's and you guys and that's really (laughs) yeah we're always there (laughs) (laughs) i never thought of it until you actually spoke about it Mm. when like you're with this little person for so long and they can't speak back to you with questions or thoughts that mm, you have. Mm, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like a little sponge, but then the sponge doesn't give you anything back. So when you yeah, come it's, in, it's... it's quite draining. Yeah. And then, yeah. Just, 
I, I don't know, whatever that release is, whether it's kind of anger or just, you know, feeling it, whatever um, kind of mental place that I'm in, I always come out feeling better. Josh, what do you reckon people should do if they're a fan of this podcast? Oh, um, I think they should like it, share it and subscribe to it. Well done. That's great. Yeah, I like that. Have you found, like, being a mum has changed your approach to your work? Like, would it change the types of jobs you would think about taking? I think it changes like everything. I yeah. mean, there's a very practical element to it, which mm. is kind of division of time. <laughs> but then, I don't know, I think it, at least for me, it's given me a greater sense of perspective. And also the classic par- new parent thing of, what the fuck was I doing with all my time before? Yeah. You have to be more on top of things. Or if you want to get the most out of everyone and everything you have to be slightly more organized. Mm. And I think maybe, for example, when we were training for Infinite, like that was all that mattered to me. At least now with Martha, I don't know, I just feel like it's okay, whatever happens at work, you can just leave it at work. It's so easy, I think, particularly with something creative to kind of constantly mull or think that it's unfinished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's overworking it's, something. It's like if someone, yeah. if you made, like painted a picture mm. and you kept when going do you back stop? to it and kept adding to it when actually you've done it, you did the mm. thing, you spent the time that you needed to. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. can take a step back. Would you have previously sort of thought about scripts and things like that and gone home and sort of gone over bits and thought yeah, well, of ways I mean, of doing things differently yeah i mean you always have to prep for the next day but i am i'm quite hard on myself i i tend to always think about my mistakes or kind of think oh shit i should have done that or god i missed an opportunity there or yeah and give myself a hard time and you just literally don't have the energy yeah. when you're a parent yeah. well, you must know. also be a really good like sort of reality check in a way that you come home and that she needs you to just be a mum mm rather than thinking about that stuff because it's not going to always benefit you to go over things like sometimes it does but not always most of the time it's good to do something like he was just saying and then mm. step away from it and kind of go and then be you you don't have the choice of mm, not mm. doing it because she's yeah, there yeah, and you need yeah. to be there's her no, mum so it's no like so out. good for that isn't it it's the ultimate, ultimate keeping you in the present moment is having a child like going mum mm. i'm here like but like weirdly i feel everything. like training was quite a good warm-up for that in a way like i I don't know. Because Josh is always whining. Because Josh yeah, is always yeah. screaming in the background. <laughs> feed, him, feed him with a bottle. We have to hold him sometimes. Guys, where's my lunch? Um, always changing Josh. Constantly. <laughs> I don't know, though. Just something. It's a present thing that you will. Yeah. Like, this moment will pass. Something else will happen. It teaches you that. It teaches you that. Hang on, you're still talking about hanging out with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this moment will pass. Please, God. <laughs> it, it, it teaches you that discipline of that. And, like, mm. the tough times will go. But it also teaches you the routine of, like, okay today I have to train I have to train and like yeah yeah the same thing with having a child there's a routine when it comes to it and getting used to that first is probably very helpful mm, yeah. mm. I'm learning loads from doing these podcasts with people I'm like I've got to stop <laughs> don't piss away your evenings <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I get home and be like right news on sit on the sofa his trousers like, are definitely off at this point yeah, like yeah, yeah. Hour and a half. Josh hour goes, whenever Josh goes anywhere, <laughs> within, I would say, 30 seconds, his trousers are off. It becomes normal to the point of, like, you don't really question it. And then when Josh and I were making our way, we'd worked in Australia together, and then we were coming back to the UK, and we were stopped off. Your parents were working in Dubai at the time. Oh, yeah. So we went into their house, and his dad came home from work, <laughs> walked in, 
trousers off, of shirt and button, just sat on the sofa next to me. And I was like, makes so much <laughs> sense now. There we go. We went to a wedding once and Josh, me and Josh were sharing a room at this like wedding in, I can't remember where it was, but there was like, we, we were staying in like a hotel around the corner. Can't remember this. Literally. Literally, as soon as we opened the door to our shared hotel room that had a double bed in it, Josh literally before I'd entered the room before he, he put was his bag down. he was in front of me he started taking his trousers off and I was like I think you've got the wrong idea about what's happening in this room it's not this kind of this trip. is not this kind of trip yeah. I'm just relaxed with you yeah that's what it was I was very, very comfortable very, very there, there, there's underwear on and just probably just confirm that I'm always wearing yeah, underwear, yeah, yeah. Always wearing trousers. underwear. <laughs> and they're not those trousers with poppers down the sides <laughs> yeah, he whips <laughs> them off his velcro yeah. look I really think before you know you have kids it's that is the, you've Make got to do that you enjoy Make taking those that. trousers off. That's where I was going to go. I've still got a few years. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about wasting your evenings. I'd just It sounds like it you're up. using them very well. Enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy them. The safety notes are safety notes here. There are safety notes. Extensive research. You just don't try and look like you've just plucked it out of... Um, <laughs> oh, Sophie, you have a film coming out soon with Adrian Brody called Emperor. I filmed that after Kingsman. So yeah, that no, I filmed I remember, that like such me? a long no, da- time Dave, ago. Dave said, "Did you realise?" So and I was like, "No, I did not." Yeah, know yeah, that yeah. That had happened. I um. Is this a, another world exclusive? Like you're doing yeah. the first ever podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this, is, this <laughs> is the start of your junket. Yeah, yeah, this is the start of your junket. Um, yeah, I did that after Kingsman. I kind of forget that I did it because it seems was like that, another lifetime ago. Kingsman. Two thousand. I did say I Queensman, I, let's move on. 2014, I think 14, I filmed I was going to say 16, but yeah. But yeah, that was really full-on training process. Mm-hmm. And I was playing... Well, she kind of... She was amazing with her bow and arrow, and it was loads of horse tra- horse riding training and loads of fitness and martial arts, and that was really fun. That was training for a long time. I yeah. loved that. Did you have to do, like, proper, like, archery and all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's That'd this amazing... like. I kind of I've never seen the film, so I'd love to see it. But there's this whole um, scene that we did at night time um, on this set in Prague that was supposed to be Rome, and the whole of Rome's on fire, and everyone's like running about, total chaos, and had like full on sword fight on a horse, and it was really oh, wow. cool. Wow. And like it was really ex- like one of the, like the most exciting and pieces actually, of filming. Like, yeah, like proper on a horse, like with a sword. And, yeah, mental. it was amazing. And how long does it take to like learn that and train for that? Because that's not I something know, I'm assuming. Like could you ride horses before? Yeah, I love I love riding. Okay, so you have um, that. I've skill. never, you know. You're probably the you're probably the only before. actor <laughs> in the world that has horse riding on their CV that can actually. That do means it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I loved I loved that. So I guess um yeah I guess I have done another action film, but terrible with a bow and arrow. Terrible. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. No. You would do the shooting bit, and then they'd just get someone to just throw it towards where it's supposed yeah, to go. Yeah, there's actually um I was in, oh God, what was the title? The Huntsman. It was the follow-up to the Christian Stewart Snow yeah, White yeah, yeah, yeah. film. Yeah, and I was in okay. it. But what I was, was the title? <laughs> what was it called again? <laughs> like You're Huntsman. in this film. Okay, good. Shit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I went in and I did like a few scenes. And there was a scene with me and Chris Hemsworth where I'm supposed to be like stalking him with a bow and arrow. And the scene got cut from the film. Because you looked um, unbelievable. <laughs> well, with about an hour but I did make the bloopers <laughs> okay, good. Um, and uh, you just see me like stalking him with this bow and arrow and the arrow just kind of gently <laughs> <laughs> subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to hear from all the guests this series have you got a f- favourite blooper? That's that's probably the best one no yeah. falling off horses I'm sure everyone no falls falling off, horse. off horses um, 
Doesn't everyone fall off? I'm oh, no, I did. Oh, sorry, I had a really bad accident. Yeah, really oh, bad shit. accident. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> everyone does fall off. That one to the back of mind. Forgotten yeah. about it, and now we're rehashing it. Yeah, no, it was... Um, it was me and this um, other girl, and she wasn't an experienced rider, but she'd been training for months to literally walk through a forest on this horse, like a really walk. big, ploddy kind of cart horse. I was like, Lisa, there's literally nothing that can go wrong. Famous last words. <laughs> and it's towards the, oh, it might have been the last day of the shoot, and it was quite chaotic on set, and um, we had to go quite deep into this um, big dark forest and then come back towards camera and Lisa is um, very tall with very long legs and she was wearing these shiny leggings we start going and they've, I think they've just been mucking the horse around a bit and kept it waiting for quite a long time and it feels so different to how it did in training and uh, it suddenly starts to kind of get really feisty and then it just totally gallops off into the middle of this forest. Lisa is holding on for dear life. We've got no saddle as well, so oh, I shit. should have mentioned oh, that. Shit. That makes um, it like 10 times harder though. Yes, yeah, got no saddle. Lisa's like slipping all over the place. And then because I'm the more experienced rider, I was like, well, I've got to be the one to make a decision. And I didn't want the horse to like buck us off. Are you on the same horse? On the same okay, horse, okay. yeah. Oh, wow. So I decided that we should probably like try and roll off rather than like I was gonna say, is there a point at which that's well, the yes, it's quite The forest is getting thicker and thicker and denser with trees. So I was like, well, let's just roll. <laughs> and obviously I didn't Did, did have you communicate time. that no, with her? No, I didn't her. have time to like, <laughs> just Lisa, three, two, one, go. I just like, it was a very spontaneous decision. You just hugged her and dropped off. So kind of rolled off the side of this horse. Oh, it's so bad. And I literally felt the hooves kind of like oh, graze oh, the top of my oh, head. No way. I look around to see where Lisa is and she's literally just lying on the floor. It's totally still. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, I've, I've killed Lisa. This is just... Just obviously the worst day of my life. Please tell me you and didn't. I hadn't, hadn't. Good. But I got over to Lisa and she was she was just very, very shocked. I would be too um, if you didn't tell me you were about to throw me off a horse. But then obviously it being a <laughs> filming uh, day, in half an hour we were told to get oh, back of course, on she the was, horse. Yeah, she was back on the horse. Schedule is everything. And then it like so. and then it started kind of doing the same thing and I had to just be like, guys, just it's not happening. We're not doing this. So then we ended up doing the horse the the scene with the horse kind of sat on these two chairs, just like wobbling around, like the camera, you know, obviously cutting out the chairs, just pretending, pretending to be like yeah, on this no, really Yeah, good. it was terrible, terrible day for me. Wow. So yeah, I have had an accident on a horse. Then you said like, Oh, come on, back on the horse. Were you just like, well, guys? Well, I think, like, as an actor, part of your job is to, like, say no, yeah. really. Like, and, and know your limits. Like, even if you're doing things multiple times, like a scene in Keeler where I was, you know, kind of getting into this fight and being dragged out of a club, you know, I ended up with, like, my arm was black the next day. And I was like, mm. look, we, we can't do this again because mm. I'm in so much pain. So you have to really, yeah, not be afraid to vocalise when yeah. things It's easy sometimes okay. you watch watch those types of scenes and think that it wouldn't or it isn't real so it's not mm, it's mm. not that physical mm. but that's a massive part of it isn't it because that's kind of like another side of what we do is going on set to like patch people up mm. so where there's been times we've been called in like last minute because someone can't move their head or whatever and obviously that's not going to be able to shoot the scene unless you can move your head around so it's like yeah. I think people don't necessarily always see that side of it or aware of of how how physical yeah. and how many yeah. repetitions of the same thing you have yeah, to do. Yeah, totally. I mean, I did this film in Lithuania and very um, in, intense film and we were all on this train heading towards this death camp in Siberia and it was my um, last day of shooting and I woke up like five o'clock in the morning just because I couldn't sleep because I was so nervous because I, I knew that day the scene that I was shooting was 
me being executed and I was just I'd been so anxious about it the whole shoot and probably because of that like my shoulder just completely twinged in the middle of the night and I literally could not move and we're obviously doing quite a a low budget film in Lithuania there's no one that's going to come in and like fix my shoulder for me before Mm. I go on and then so you're having to work out how you can go into doing an incredibly physical scene trying not to let everyone know that you're really badly hurt Mm. Mm. you think that was like an emotional response of like the stress Definitely. Or was it just like anything physical? I notice that my shoulder often does go when I'm feeling incredibly anxious. Yeah, I, I just really stressed myself out, and it, you definitely do end up phys- physicalizing how you internally mm. feel, or at least I do. I think I'm a very, uh, I don't know, I feel like those things for me at least are very linked. Yeah. I know that when my body doesn't feel good, my head doesn't feel good, and vice versa. And yeah. vice versa. Mm. A lot of people don't don't kind of. If you're aware of it, it's super useful because you can kind of regulate a lot of that stuff, can't you? You can be mm. kind of touched on it earlier where you're saying like training is like a, t- a moment where it's for you mm. and you can use that, whether it's like exercise or you're just going to go for a walk or... But for me, I think it really was like, like I can't hype it up, up enough. It was such a revelation for me when we started training together because like for years I'd like struggled with really bad eating disorders and like had such a bad just such a bad relationship with my body and Mm. with exercise and I think the times that I wasn't training it wasn't so much like oh let's give yourself a break it was kind of that was another kind of form of self-abuse yeah almost like punishment kind of thing yeah definitely and and, but for me training to not punish myself just training to actually feel good Mm -hmm. was a real head shift I think particularly it's like a woman in quite a tough industry. I mean, I, I think and I hope it is getting better, but just the shit that gets said to you or the pressure that's on you, you know, it's a very difficult industry to kind of, to remind yourself that it should just be for you. Yeah. You should just train to feel good. I don't know, like I think with an eating so- disorder, particularly mm. a lot of it for me was about control. Mm. So I felt like I had to be quite careful after Martha was born to kind of not be like, okay, I'm taking back control and and getting fixated upon it. It, But it it was that just in a much more kind of self-caring form, Mm. like I'm going to take back control for me and to feel good and my health, yeah, yeah, and to feel mentally on top of things because those first few months of motherhood, they're such a fug. And I remember like in the first like week or so after giving birth being like everyone says motherhood changes you and I feel totally fine and so clearly not mm-hmm. um so it was just a real yeah you I wanted to stay on top of it for me and other people around me I think yeah. when you came back in to see us as well it was all you wanted to become like get your strength back mm. and start to move again and the it words was always were great. very much mm. yeah your your reason for coming back in was never I want to get my body back or whatever which mm. I think well, I think also my, you know, my pregnancy coincided with the pandemic. So my idea of kind of doing lots of swimming or kind of feeling still mobile whilst being pregnant, all of that was stripped away yeah. from me. I didn't have that choice. So I really feel very trapped. And so it was so liberating, the idea of coming back and kind of being physical. Because, you know, we'd all been, like everyone, trapped in our house for mm. so long. But we did, yeah. do, we did do a little bit of training in, on Zoom with, yeah, your, with your sofa yeah. in the... I think for me though, it, it was yeah, it was really nice though as well being pregnant because I really did give myself a break. Yeah, but we, saying, you also trained yeah. in your pregnancy, but we did yeah. we took it right back, and you just mm. enjoyed moving. But you know me, I was frustrated because I you, wasn't you like wanted to, you wanted to do it. five more. <laughs> than, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember. <laughs> even, 
I know I've told you this before, but I always feel embarrassed saying it, but I really did think about all three of you whilst giving birth because like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I remember there was a point where I was just like, I, I, you know, such a roller, like mm. such a physical roller coaster. Yes. Yeah. It is honestly like mind blowing. Like it properly mind blowing. Like, yeah, I, I am just so glad I was in a good physical shape though before getting pregnant because yeah. it yeah. really just like just set me up really well to like recover and mm. like feel I, I don't know not feel like physically destroyed after yeah. giving birth. It mm. seems like that's more of like the norm in terms of like people seem quite aware of that. Mm. The making sure that not making sure but spending a bit of time just trying to think about the process and trying to strengthen certain muscles and all that kind mm. of stuff it definitely sets you up and the more more people seem to be aware that that's yeah a good but thing also like just the psychological process of training and like you reaching that wall in the gym where you're like i actually can't do anymore mm. it's so like giving birth mm. it's like i actually can't do this there's anymore it's like no you can there's <laughs> something in it in that it's wow, your relationship with like stress and one thing that exercise is really good for it's like deliberately exposing yourself to stress mm. and i think people just think yeah, stress is like oh i'm stressed out and tense and all that kind of stuff but it's like it could be anything it could be like anxiety of getting on a busy train or it could be knowing you've got a deadline to meet, or it could be like the physical stress of trying to exercise and that you can sort of acclimatize yourself to that stress and train your body's reaction to it so that Mm. when you get to that situation it's not oh my god oh my god oh my god but you kind of can obviously elements of it will be that but you know at the same time you can kind of regulate your body's response to it and 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 relax yourself and calm yourself it's so empowering as well um so it's all about you know managing yourself and working out what the fuck you are going to do when you can't be patched Mm. up and Mm -hmm. but it is a very physical job Yeah, Yeah, yeah even the scenes that people don't realize in kingsman there's the scene where Roxy's kind of falling through space mm. and I was training in something called the Vomit Comet. Was that the thing that, <laughs> like astronauts Yeah, astronaut, astronauts use it to train and also Cirque du Soleil. So you trained in the Vomit Comet. Trained in the Vomit Comet. And then when it comes to shooting it. Then we must have shot in the Vomit Comet as well, I think, because that's what was making me spin, spin. and was the go all over the, comet. the place. There was no, no vomit. Good, in the, it was good. very close, but I was warned not to eat for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the worst, wouldn't it? If it comes to the one we're actually mm. shooting, you just feel like, oh, Oh, dear. it was bad. Just it was bad. Not easy. What's next for you in terms of like, what's coming out? Next, we have The Confessions of Franny Langton. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be out in, I don't know, I never know when these no, things they, come yeah. out. Like out, out autumn, soon. yeah, and yeah. the film with Adrian Brody. And bit. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> but nice, I like no, it. So it's like, do it, done. Yeah. Move on. Well, no, no. Well, no but, it happens, no, but it I did go. I did go how, into. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I know. I did go into an ADR session. Like, I don't know, maybe a few years ago now, probably. And they were like, "Oh yeah, we've been uh, mixing Emperor today." I was like, "What? Why?" And they're like, oh, no, it's coming out. So, I mean, as an actor, you know, you never really know. You put them in a the can, they get edited, and then they could come out at any point. It's whoever owns mm. the film is when it's going to come out. And it's quite nerve-wracking because sometimes, you know, it comes out and it's, like, totally not the decision that you would have made of course. at that point that's, in your that's, I mean, yeah. that's something about the industry is, like, you have, no, you have control over the script you choose, mm. and then you kind of know who might be in it with you or, like, the director... But it's such a gamble with everything you do as to like totally. who what's it going to come out like at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're victim to the edit or whatever. It's tough. Oh, what are you yeah. going to say? 
You can tell you just got back from being on two film sets. You know, you do it, you put it in a, you put it in the can, and you know it just turns up. You know, he's got his name on the back of that chair as well. I have yeah. <laughs> you put it in the can. It's on the. What the fuck is the can? <laughs> What's the can? It's not, no, it's not a can anymore, is it? It's a, just a memory a metaphor card. Can. It used to be the can that was. Yeah, the big, had big the silver can had the in film it. in it. Oh, there that's you what go. can is. Yeah. <laughs> And on that there you note, go. Another thing Josh has learned yeah, today. Josh. I've learned lots. I always learn from everyone on this podcast. <laughs> All awesome. right, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for another hour of therapy session for me. Wrap it up. <laughs> How do you normally wrap things up? It usually Dave. ends something along. Dave does it. What's happening now? Go on, Dave. And then I'll up. just go. Uh, well, I try and do it, and then I always get everyone looking at me and just end up saying weird stuff. You get lambasted by us, don't you? Lambasted. Ooh. Ooh. Very nice. The podcast talk. You read that yeah, word, word of the day. day. He's on his toilet paper. Playing Wordle right now. I, I, lambasted I, I, wouldn't be on I've Wordle. Got, I've got to do Wordle, actually. Don't do it now. Don't do Wordle now. <laughs> I'll wrap up the podcast. Please. Well, that's brought to the end of this episode. Brought to the end? That's, that's the weirdest <laughs> one. Oh, that's the weirdest yeah, one. Yeah. Brought us to it. the end? Um, let's just that's go with... Can we say thanks to Sophie for coming on? Thank I think you. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been really, really great having you on the show. I'd like to say a personal thanks to Jimmy. He's going to edit this into something that we can all He's very good at it. enjoy. <laughs> Jimmy's looking at us. a lot of faith in you. <laughs> it's a big maybe on that one. Well, there we go. <laughs> a bit too much trouser. Trouser? Trouser. We all, none of us should have had a small beer. That was it. The beer's really To be fair, I think the beer's really like set me, set me out Spinning. of space. Yeah. <laughs> I do, you, you say it like you're surprised like every podcast doesn't end with us going well I think we said some stuff and now <laughs> but do there you we normally go. have a beer? No, we have no, done before I've had beers before before, before. As in I feel before so the podcast. did I do enough there to, to, to summarise no did you do another one, you you do another one. I didn't say any actual real words did I so on, takes us to before the end of the finish with Sophie something like that yeah this, br- <laughs> this brought us before the end that's what I said yes Dave's been up since five back on I have actually he hasn't always had that excuse though, so don't. <laughs> yeah, he's he's always been that yeah, bad at it. It's been going on since before the baby. <laughs> right. so. Give it one more go. One more go. Yeah. Here we go. Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Sophie. It's been a real delight, haven't you? Thank you for having Thanks, me, boys. Soph. It's been a pleasure. Woo! Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.